0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe.
1: Here we go! Carter relaxed and smiling. Oh! oh
2: no. Just like that!
1: I don't like you because you're dangerous. I
2: don't give a
0: fuck what you say, motherfucker. Yeah! He's he he done it! He done it! We're hit, we're hit again! Damage, fabric. I'm on my way. Three.
3: Oh, oh, the oh, oh, awesome. cool. Woo,
2: you can be my wingman anytime. This is the Believe
1: in MMA Mavericks podcast. Hey, welcome to the show. I'm Mike Straka, along with my co-host, I felt our co-host uh, Mike Girada couldn't make it today, but we're joined by the strawweight sensation, beautiful Marina Coppen. Welcome to the show, Marina. Thank you. So, big week, huh, big weekend, UFC 249 right around the corner. It's pretty uh, amazing how long it's been since we've had a fight. Uh, you know how it feels, right?
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, anybody who doesn't know, Marina is a straw weight out of uh, Ohio or Columbus? Toledo. Toledo.
2: Ohio, 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 Ohio. O-H-I-O, I could do these for days. <laughs>
1: You know, it's a shame that uh, Mad Lab couldn't join us today because uh, I just put in my bets on BetOnline.eg for uh, for Saturday night. Man, I picked some pretty good some pretty good fighters. I mean, obviously, I picked Dominic I think, Cruz.
2: Yeah, oh, just, you're gonna reveal. You're gonna reveal. I okay.
1: picked Dominic Cruz. I I had to. I I also picked Justin Gaethje. Oh. Yeah. I mean, Kukui, he's, he's he's the man. We all know that, but. There's just something about Justin when he hits people. It's like getting hit by a brick.
2: Yeah, and I think Ferguson, as to steal a quote from uh, Conor McGregor, he is a bit chinny. Like, he likes to turn the fight on as soon as he gets hit, and I think Gaethje doesn't play those games. He's going to chop his calf, and he's going to go for the uppercut and overhand.
1: That's right. Overhand, right. That's that's my prediction. I also think um, Cowboy is going to come back strong against Pettis, man.
2: I forgot about that. I should probably pull this card up, dude. I'm so dude, I- happy it's stacked.
1: Marina, what do you think about cowboy I think cowboy's got a lot a lot of pressure to to really perform this time,
3: yeah, I think especially after like all that shit came out about like how he was saying he didn't want to be in that one fight, you know oh. I think he I think he feels a lot of pressure too, but I don't know,
2: I forgot about I he, that. We never talked about that, yeah, cowboy was like, yeah, I didn't want to fight two days before the fight. It's like, well, you definitely wanted to cash the checks after the fight, yeah, right, yeah. and I love cowboy talked to him multiple times but it's like dude don't don't release that now I'm sorry yeah well uh,
3: yeah I thought that was weird timing too but
2: Cowboys Cowboys Cowboy I mean he's
1: a, you know we're called Mavericks for a reason and he, he's called the Cowboy for a reason so he's gonna play play by his own rules he's always yeah, think, has everybody knows that he's
3: one of the guys that just genuinely loves to fight you know like he just takes the fights and he goes out there and he fights and I think that's the best type of athlete not somebody that just goes out there and um, plays it safe to win, you know, and he
1: never does that. Agree, and but that's the way he lives his life too. I mean, I I've seen him go wakeboarding after weigh-ins, you know. I'm like, who who does that? Like, you got to fight tomorrow, and you're wakeboarding today, you know. And and he, everybody knows he rides motorcycles, he rides horses, he's got the ranch, he lives his life
2: like that, and uh, yeah, he so lives it like got, a cowboy. Yeah, I don't think country we. Country. I don't think we live ours like Mavericks though. I've never flown a plane unless Mike. Do you have you flown a private plane of somebody that you you banged or that you know as a colleague? Like,
1: <laughs> actually, I was in an F sixteen um, after nine eleven. I did a story on off that the Fox ground. News channel. Yeah, dude.
2: Oh my gosh!
1: And I threw up.
2: <laughs> what I about you, Marina? Um,
3: no, I've only been in regular airplanes.
2: <laughs> Me too helicopter for either of you Mm-mm. yes okay of course all right marina Patches. this conversation Patches. has left our docks we're now Dude, in bougieville Ike, wait a minute i gotta go back to why why do you
1: I automatically
3: never first class,
2: so. why do you automatically assume i was
1: banging somebody who owned a private jet
2: because um, you're mike straka and you're like you're like the dog that like hums like, like your leg and you're like get off me chachi <laughs> i don't even know how to take
1: that Listen, the I'm coffee wearing, hasn't kicked in. I'm wearing my jujitsu sweatshirt, so that, that means I'm tough. All right? I'll go get an <laughs> affliction shirt, dude. I'll go get an affliction t shirt put on. You should
3: have worn a tap out shirt.
1: I have tap out shirts, and I've got affliction t shirts, too. So so don't mess with me. You're, I'm right, gonna you're, right. you're my right. You got, got
3: the, you get the
1: wings.
2: The, the affliction wings go like I got over the, the affliction.
1: <laughs> I live, live free. No, live fast and die young. That, that was their, their, uh, their motto. Yeah, that should be Monster's
2: energy's motto. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Marina, do you consume energy drinks? Like a please, I'm not going to direct you in any way of a
3: No, just coffee.
2: Same, same, same. Did you have your coffee yet, Marina? No. Oh, well, well feel free say to it like you're her father or creepy uncle.
3: I, don't I have, understand a, I have how, a demo coffee pot, so it takes forever. Did how,
1: Marmar some, get
2: her sip yet? Then Marmar wait, is Marmar, he, Mar-mar thirsty. How, how did how did asking Marina if she had a cup of coffee yet sound creepy? Your inflection was like the kindest Mike Straka I've ever known. Like you was like, hey, you over there? Hey, can you get me this? Hey, can you get well, me that? I have, you know what? I have two daughters, so
1: I speak to women differently than I speak to <laughs> douchebags like you.
3: <laughs> no. fair, enough. fair enough. <laughs>
2: Oh, but yeah, unfortunately, Mike uh, Iurato can not speak because urato. Urato. even urato. when I'm trying, even when I'm trying. Urato. Just your just, Mad Lab.
1: Just, yeah, speak it phonetically. Just urato. spell it phonetically in your head. Y O U R A
2: H There's no Y. There's an I, yeah. U, and R, an A, right. T, and O. There's you know 17 phonetic- vowels in one letter. you know
1: letter. what phonetically means?
3: Yes.
2: Spell it
1: phonetically. Don't spell it the way it... In other words, spell it the way it sounds in your head. This way you'll never get it wrong. It's urato not Iorato. So Mad Lab. He's not, he's not a samurai. But he's got an yeah.
2: awesome nickname, so I think we should go by that. Ayuratu. Actually,
1: I liked Iorato liked <laughs> until he said it's urato And then how is that Italian? He says it's Italian.
2: What, is, how what do is you Yurato think? It an like, Italian name? Like I don't Spanish?
1: get Spanish? I-A-U-R-A-T-O. Oh, he, he says it's Italian.
2: Marina, I assume you're German.
3: I'm um, Scottish. Oh, wow. Yeah. All,
2: right. All right. Scottish. What did I just see? I just seen King Arthur. Is he Scottish or is Charlie Hunnan Scottish? Or wait, is Guy Ritchie? I confused. It was a good movie. No. Guy Ritchie, he's, he's from or he's
1: England. No, no. He's, he's English. It's Charlie, he's is
2: anybody Irish besides Conor McGregor that's famous?
1: Yeah. Um. What's his name? Pierce
2: Brosnan. Right?
1: Uh, yeah, Pierce Bro. Oh no, Pierce Brosnan. I think is also. Wait, English. maybe he's Scottish. Um, no, who's the guy? Um,
2: Marina. God, who? What poster do you have on your wall? Because you're 19. Like, like who's on your wall that is like a famous not 19, Irish? She's 19.
1: She's 23, dude. <laughs> well,
3: I have I had Dwayne Johnson on my wall for a really long time.
1: Right. Wait, Colin Farrell. He's Irish. Colin Farrell.
3: The guy oh. you know the guy you know the guy that did like the Braveheart movie like that rode the horse Mel Gibson. No, like the guy he's supposed to play.
2: I've never seen. Oh that. yeah, yeah. Well,
3: my my dad always tells me that like we're related to him. Oh, that's my dad. Cool. That's my dad's favorite thing to say, which is probably not really true. But like
2: the actual guy in time from like yeah a thousand years ago.
3: Yeah, that's he said awesome. he did. He said he did one of those ancestry things, and that's what it came back as i can't say if it's true or not probably show the
2: actor's face holding a sword it's like oh okay it just just shows up the movie and the
3: ancestry thing
2: well if you think
1: about it maybe that's why you're a fighter you've got it in your blood you took the words out of my mouth i
3: I mean i I like to drink and fight so
1: what do you how much do you weigh like what do you what do you walk around at
2: one let let me guess 122
3: so before my surgery I was I would cut I would cut to fifteen from about one forty five.
2: Get the fuck Holy out of here. Holy shit, that's like Mackenzie Dern.
3: Oh my God.
1: I did that in college when I wrestled, dude. I had I, I weighed one forty five and wrestled one eighteen. What are you write if you don't
2: mind? Brutal. What is she right
1: now? Right.
3: But right now, since having my surgery, I don't know why. I, I don't walk around as heavy and I'm walking around like one fifteen right now.
2: Wow. Oh, so you could be Adam yeah. weight.
3: Yeah, so I've actually been thinking about dropping down a weight class now.
2: You would so be wait what surgery do you, if you
1: don't mind us asking what'd you say what was your surgery
3: oh i had to have a hysterectomy oh wow yeah because i had i had bad endometriosis so i just had to take everything out
2: oh man wow well yep. back back to your genetics though yeah it's <laughs> definitely in your blood to be fighting yeah, definitely and drinking
3: genetics over here
2: <laughs> uh it's the uh it's probably the processed foods you probably just want to eat like raw bison and the
1: blood yeah, from the skulls of out. your
2: enemies.
3: Yeah.
1: Hey, so uh in about fifteen minutes, if he wakes up, Adam Hunter, otherwise known as MMA Roasted, is gonna join us. Um Marina, are you familiar with Adam Hunter?
3: Um yeah, I follow him on Twitter.
1: Yeah, he, he's he's a good guy. He's a good friend of mine. And uh his account's awesome. He's actually uh hosting, I think on Sat oh no, tomorrow night. Or maybe tonight, he's hosting like a online uh comedy show. He did mm-hmm. one last week. I missed it. I was so upset because uh Randy Couture was on it, and uh, I was like, oh, "I love Randy." We all actually last time Arena was on a show, Randy Couture joined us, and I'll tell you, man, Randy—he still got it, man. He still got it. He's the coolest dude I know.
3: Yeah, I fought on his card in Vegas, and I feel like I just keep running into him, like in podcasts and like the weirdest. I can't
1: places. believe you didn't mention that to him.
3: Yeah, I—I mean, I mean, I figure he probably didn't even remember. Like he—they do have so many fights and stuff there.
1: Marina, well, did you that's win? why you're I awesome. You that, Wait a second. Did you memory. win? Yeah.
3: Like you member. won? Yeah.
1: Oh, he would have remembered you. I'm sure My you my,
3: re- my post-fight speech was, like, up there.
1: Oh, there. yeah? What'd you say? Yeah, here we go.
3: Um, it was just – it was a veteran show, and I think I was the only person that actually thanked the veterans, so.
2: Oh. You're like, cool. hey, veterans, I want to thank you
3: for absolutely nothing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that commercial has yeah. been playing over i was gonna say yep. but i'm happy it's on espn like espn is milking that that soundbite
1: for for all it's worth
2: dude they're gonna be milking this ufc event like this is like a culmination of like eclipses and volcanoes and earthquakes like the ufc is gonna be i believe the first live sporting event in america i mean i know chael's got his uh submission <laughs> Undergrounds, but on the ESPN platform, dude, they should just pump this up. They should have made the whole card free. I, I agree. I was There's just going to say that. Fucking pay-per-view. Just, this is where you get
1: That's everybody you in.
3: Go to watch it. It's like Buffalo Wild Wings or anything anymore. Like, you can't even go yeah. watch it.
1: That, you know what? And I refuse to get an ESPN Plus account. I just do. I refuse. Mm-hmm. I know. I refuse you asked your co-host for logins. <laughs> I didn't ask my co-host for a <laughs> login, did I? Well, somebody sent it to you. Oh. Well, yeah, I got to check my emails because I'm definitely going to use your login for this one. Son of a bitch.
2: Well, I
3: still
1: got to pay
2: six.
3: It's going to be the first card that nobody backs out of, too. Like, it's going to be the first one that's, like, the full
2: card. Good point. Well. And look at the freaking early prelims. The early, early prelims. It's Vincent Luke Gavers, Nico Price. Like, that's like. I pick Nico. I like Nico, too luke
0: is a Baker. hell of a warrior dude they just filled the card with warriors that's
1: why dude, who they- isn't a warrior on this card i mean yeah sorry that's what you were just saying um yeah <laughs> but i was well, to hardy, also.
3: hardy can probably be taken off the list as a warrior
2: that's true Unless mad can- lab who's not on this episode would have destroyed greg hardy if we had him as a guest or an interview or if he was on this podcast he does not like greg hardy i've interviewed him face to face and it's like in, you're in that weird spot you're like is it the past like can we forget like he hasn't screwed up again but it's like to somebody's face somebody might be like dude uh i'm never gonna forgive you for this it's it's a tough spot because i
1: kind of yeah. cowered it out
2: i wanted to ask him about
1: it but yeah. well yeah i mean i had to ask ken shamrock about sh- steroids in a hotel room you know that would had three camera guys that i'd never met before back and then sitting-
2: steroids probably it's bad too but like dv domestic violence is like ugh, it's no my point obvious. is i
1: understand what you're talking about when you're in the room with the fighter and you want to ask those questions and you're just like am i gonna get my ass kicked <laughs> i mean i train but there's no way i'm gonna fucking fight ken shamrock are you kidding me
2: yeah i wasn't happy with the outcome of that i mean it was, like- it was like i'm not like marina kaufman i don't get in the cage Marina, your thoughts on Greg Hardy? Just get it out now, and we'll know I your stance. I think he's a coward. What? I think
3: he's a coward. I think he's a coward, and I can't wait to watch him get his ass handed to him.
2: You said it like a Scottish warrior, too. You're like, I think he's a coward. <laughs> 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 When's your next fight? When are you? Uh, when are you trying to get back in there?
3: Um, Summer, I hope fall. I hope July. I hope.
2: Okay. Okay.
3: I, I mean, if they had a card like around me that they said was like for sure going to happen sooner I'd be on it
2: do you ever think of a career in broadcasting
3: um I don't know about broadcasting but like I um I've always really wanted to be involved in like the whole MMA scene like um I recently went to uh Florida and I was I had a friend that was fighting on the Titan card there and um just watching them like do all the behind the scenes stuff with the fighting and like the stuff they do with the fighters and whatnot I thought that was really cool. so well I think if I ever didn't fight anymore I'd want to get involved somehow in like uh,
2: promoting and stuff. Cool. Okay. Cool. Have you ever met Shannon Knapp?
3: Oh, no, I would love to. I'm friends with her on Facebook.
2: Dude, that'd be so sick if you got to Invica. Invica. Uh, Invica. Invic, Invic, uh, <laughs> still drinking the coffee. Uh, Wait,
3: um, hey, hey, coffee. Ike.
2: hey, Ike, have you had your coffee yet? No, I, I'm working on it. I just Was uh, that creepy enough for you? <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done, Mike. That's why you are the Black Belt Broadcast Professional. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've gone from the top of the heap to uh, the Mavericks
1: podcast.
3: Mikey, Mikey, did you get your caffeine? Mikey.
2: <laughs> wow, you
1: are so weird, dude.
2: Dude, I had a hell – I'm going back to the city today. My wife's got an appointment for the uh, – Lamaze class? Sonogram? And oh, yeah. uh, like we find out everything, uh, yeah. Right, don't uh, please don't have a fucking gender reveal party. No, 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 no. no. I got God. a whole take on that, but oh, um. God, uh, what Ariana, what's this what's my Last, gender reveal last party, day so. in paradise, dude. I've been fucking um, drinking like a Scottish. I one.
3: don't know. I I I didn't have any. I have a daughter, and I didn't have any of that with you her. You have a daughter. Yeah.
2: Okay, so don't lie about the surgeries because you were pregnant? No.
3: <laughs> well, yeah, after.
2: I'm just kidding. I'm just
3: kidding. Yeah, she's uh, she's four. So.
2: Oh, what's her name?
3: Kinsley.
1: Kinsley. Oh, Kinsley. She comes from a good is kin. That a, is that a Scottish <laughs>
2: name?
3: It has Scottish root.
1: Cool. Speaking of roots, when are you gonna redye your hair?
3: Oh my god! <laughs> <And> I <I'm> know. Like... <laughs> uh, <laughs>
2: I just heard that joke. Somebody's like, "Man, all the women in my neighborhood I, who I thought were blonde." Yeah.
3: Yeah. I'm I'm actually blonde, but every time my roots come in I look like I'm not blonde.
2: Is this platinum? Platinum blonde. No, I'm not I'm
3: not this blonde, definitely
2: not. Is this the Game of Thrones blonde? Ooh,
1: Daenerys.
3: That's a wig.
1: I was a big fan of Daenerys. Emily Clark. Amelia Clark. There's there's two British actresses I'm infatuated with. Amelia Clark is one of them and Lily Collins is the other one. You guys know who Lily Collins is?
2: No.
3: Mm-mm. Is
2: she from, like, uh, Gone with the Wind? No, no, no.
1: She's, she's like, Marina's age. She's, like, 25, 26. She's, um... Lindsay Collins. I'm trying to think. What was the name Let's of the movie she did? For... No. Oh, Mirror, Mirror. You ever see Mirror, Mirror? It's kind of like a...
2: No, is that on Disney Plus? Story.
1: Probably. <laughs> uh, it's a good movie, though. It was directed by a Bollywood director. It was a really good movie. Bollywood? And Ar- Army Hammer was in that film, too. i watched that movie about 80 times with my daughters they couldn't get enough of it anyhow um you guys see once upon a
2: time in hollywood i just seen it yeah i saw it
1: yeah i saw it
2: what does that mean
1: i was disappointed i mean it wasn't as bad as hateful eight but for tarantino was bad for tarantino though i mean he he peaked he peaked really early man he peaked with pulp fiction back in 1994 and what's he doing now Come on, man! Are you
2: kidding me? Django was good. I like Django. I like Django too.
3: Den of Thieves is a good one.
2: Oh yeah? What?
1: It's on Netflix
3: now. Yeah, I
2: know. I'll check it it out. Den of Thieves. Oh, is that with Max Holloway?
3: Mm -mm.
2: Michael Bisping at the end of the movie? Maybe. Yes, I think this thing is. Hey, um, another one. Marina, you got to watch more movies sober.
3: I I only watch it because Pablo's in it, and he's all jacked and shirtless the whole time.
2: Pablo. Who's Pablo?
3: Schreiber.
2: Ooh, I got to look that dude up. I never heard of him. Right, so all the Spanish guys just woke up.
3: No, he's not. You think he would be. Wait, I looked Pablo, him up. I, what? Like, I, I know. I looked up, I was trying to figure out what his name was and it kept coming up. Pablo. I'm like, there's no the fucking way this white <laughs> dude's name's Pablo. Sure enough, his name's Pablo.
2: That's like yeah. when like I I'm met this white dude right, named man. Jerome and I met this other white dude named Jackson. I was like, what's wrong with you guys? I go, not that there's anything wrong with the names. <laughs> what's, wait, what's his name? All right, I got it.
3: Pablo Shriver.
2: Oh, he's Jewish.
3: I don't know. I don't know if he's smoking.
2: Does he smoke oh, candles? Oh, wait, what else was he in?
3: He, was like, in he, used to, he used to be in, like, SVU when he was younger and stuff. Like, he was that creepy serial killer. Oh, yeah.
2: He the kind, ending I, was awesome in that movie. He kind he of looks like... What's that guy? He was in 13 Hours. Shit. He I didn't recognize American him.
1: Gods. That's why you like him, because he was in American Gods.
3: No, I just like him because of Dennis Thieves.
2: Yeah, he was a good villain in that. Oh, wait. Was that with the, the guy from 300? Um, Gerard Butler? Yeah. Yeah I, just oh, saw,
3: yeah.
2: I just saw 300 again. It's like I've been begging my wife to watch it again. She's like, we've seen it three times. I go, it's the best fucking action movie.
1: Who's which which brother, which Hemsworth plays Thor? Chris. Mm-hmm. Chris. Chris. Yeah. Wait. Wait, Liam?
2: Just, no, no, Chris. No,
1: I'm Liam's married to uh, Miley Cyrus. Right. Um he I just saw a movie with him on Netflix. This is a good one for for you, Marina. It's oh the new
2: action one? Like Extraction. the latest one?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That thing <laughs> looks sick.
2: It looks it's sick. really good.
1: It's I watched it twice in a row. Like that's how much
2: I liked it. Dude, net what I'm so happy to? Netflix's uh studio. I, like the the just I'm so happy um, it's I've, like under there. They put
3: head. *The Thieves* on Netflix, and I've watched it three times already.
2: <laughs> have they, uh, have they been like uploading or? Whoops.
3: Yeah, I'm it about. seems like they've been putting a lot of new movies and stuff on there since it seems like people, like you know, like, can't go out and see movies. It seems like they're putting stuff on there now.
2: It's smart. It's like you, motherfuckers, why are you holding back on all this good content? Yeah,
3: I know all the good stuff. I <laughs>
2: know. It's like I, I'm seeing movies like uh like denzel washington movies that nobody heard about i'm like ah, i'll check it out because like which denzel. one like um like a deja vu like i wouldn't typically yeah. watch it but if it's free on netflix i'm like oh okay well n- nothing's free on netflix true where are you guys grandfathered in did you guys get the 899 plan yeah yeah, yeah. Did, yeah does anybody have a 4k netflix. tv yet not me
1: no. they were not they're not even filming in 4K yet, so what's the use?
2: I heard Narcos is the only thing they did in full 4K. Did you what, guys the see uh, the Narcos? Mexico one? Yeah. Uh yes, I think you're yeah. Huh. the later seasons. That's Michael Peña.
1: Great. Right I just watched End of Watch again yesterday.
3: Oh my god. I was what's so sad. Oh, I know. I can't watch it. I, every, every guy in my family's the cop. So it's like every time I, and I have have an uncle that died in the line of duty. So every time I watch
2: it, I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, that was. I hate the bad guys in that movie. I know. I
3: hate the scene where that girl's getting beat up by that huge Mexican dude. I'm like,
2: oh my God. Wait, the girl who's like one of the Benditos? Oh, oh, oh. I thought the the evil girl.
1: No, you're thinking the evil girl from the curbside gang. Puto, curbside gang, putos.
3: Oh, with a lip liner.
2: Yeah details we remember yeah but marina so you have all who's the closest to you as a cop is your father your brother
3: um my probably my dad he was a cop he's not anymore
2: awesome awesome retired obviously yeah nice nice 20 25 years
3: oh yeah i think yeah about 25 in toledo no he, he used to be a cop in clyde Clyde yeah it's it's like by and bar like the Cedar Point area
2: is that like Bahia. a lower income neighborhood
3: um what does kinda, that have to do with kinda, anything I
2: Well, oh, because that could like I could judge like like was he like dealing with assholes oh, on a daily stop. basis or was he dealing oh, because, with
1: traffic because lower income people are assholes what are you talking about
2: well <clears throat> just stick okay. to MMA I mean, I, don't don't get as banned you, Typically in lower income neighborhoods. Listen,
1: move on, moving on to UFC 249. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ugh. Ike.
2: Ike. Ike. Ike.
3: He's judging you.
2: So I, I'm. I'm just thinking Gaethje's gonna win because it typically happens like this. Like it, we're never gonna see this fight. Ferguson could ever. Like when 20 years from now, this is gonna be like the famous. The what if type of fight, I think it's going to be Gaethje Khabib. Gaethje khabib might, might not even happen. If Gaethje wins, Connor could get a big win over the summer and slide in to fight Khabib in the rematch. George St Pierre could be there in the fall. I don't Do think, you think we're George ever is coming get... back.
3: I don't think George is coming
2: back. No. If Khabib pushes for it, yes. And if he beats Connor again, or if he beats, Gaethje I don't think Ferguson? Khabib would push push for it. First I mean, of all, he, Ali he respects the shit out of him.
1: Yeah, Khabib is, you know, Ali is Khabib's manager. Ali is also, you know, a Henzo Gracie team through and through. And George St. Pierre is team Henzo Gracie. I mean, every time I'm in the academy, George is there. Not every time, but a lot. So there's no way Ali pushes for a fight with Khabib and, and George, no matter what the money is. They're teammates, dude. I
3: don't know.
2: I don't know. I think it would be like uh, like an old school type of samurai. Throwdown where it's like the the old versus the new. The res- respect would be there. The build if up une- on
3: it. It would be a wrestling match. Yeah, it would be. It would That's be. It. And what's it wrong with
1: that?
2: It would be a hump fest.
3: Yeah, it would be who takes who down and who gets on top and who stays there. Yep.
2: All exactly um, right, right, all right, Marina. You act like you don't use some of the wrestling. I, I and... have
3: PTSD from being taken down so much. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Really, I don't like it. I just, want, I just want to stay standing.
2: I saw, but I just watched on the Instagram today to see if I could find anything. The highlight clips, you know, the little circles. Yeah. You got pretty good takedown offense for like a long, gangly Anderson Silva like type of fighter.
3: I actually I have good I have good like defense and good jujitsu. Um, the the girls I fight are better. <laughs> you know, they can't like they can't they usually can't submit me, but um obviously I, I'm a Muay Thai fighter so I just want to kick you and the second I kick them they're willing to eat it to grab it and take me down so
1: well I just discovered that Marina is actually five six
2: I thought you were smaller <laughs> no so I think you guys that are that like class. similar heights right yeah, yeah. She's probably taller I'm, than me. I'm,
3: I'm like I'm, five six I think most of the girls I fight are about five foot so I look like a giant
2: <laughs> the gears started rolling in my head. I was like, we need to get Mike and Marina to do a little uh, sparring session. I think that would be awesome once Mike uh, gets in shape for a couple two-minute rounds. Shut your pie hole. <laughs> <laughs> Marina, you think you'd win?
3: Oh, yeah.
2: Ag- against Whee! me? Well, remember, Those... Mike's got like 60 pounds on you, at least. The no,
3: smallest I guy in my gym has 60 pounds on me.
2: okay. Okay. <laughs> Well, right. would you let Mike kick you too? Because he's got a powerful kick. Oh, yeah. Don't be fooled yeah. by.
3: I'm be low kicks for anything. dinner.
2: Listen, I'm a I'm a former
1: fourth degree black belt in Taekwondo, and I stopped doing Taekwondo in the '90s and I switched to Muay Thai jiu I've been I've been around longer than you've been alive, young lady.
2: <sighs> Marina, have you seen the uh, Frankie yeah. Edgar sparring session with oh, Mike? Oh, stop Shaka? it! That doesn't count.
3: Uh, I don't think I have, but no, I'm going to pick it up so I can size him up.
2: That doesn't count at all. I mean, he was doing think, wheel kicks. Like, he surprised Frankie Edgar. Do you like,
1: think I was going to, if I tried to hit Frankie, like, that would be my luck, too. I would probably break his freaking, his knee by accident. You know, and I, that would suck.
3: And end his career.
1: Yeah, that would be Mike Stracker ruined Frankie, one of the greatest fighters in UFC history, because he tried to prove himself in a sparring competition, in a sparring match with him. That would be, that would be, that would be the end of me. Yeah, you Dana think, White wouldn't before have been the beginning.
3: happy. We're <laughs> <from> the beginning. <laughs>
1: I, I, I like how you sings? think, Marina. Adam Hunter is on the line. Adam, I hear your baby.
0: What's up, man? I What's think up, that's brother? my baby.
1: Oh, that's your baby? That's yeah. K- Kinsley?
3: Yes. Yeah.
1: So, Adam, uh, you're on with Marina Kaufman, Ike Feldman.
2: Oh, Adam got back into the club. They, uh, they allowed him to uh, open up.
1: Is that a green screen? Yes. Nice. Well done. How you doing? Well done. Look at you! You're all professional. When are you doing your next uh, comedy routine on Zoom? Uh, Friday night. All right, I'll be there. I missed the last one. I was so I was so disappointed when I saw like, you know, you you posted it, and I'm just like, how the hell did I miss that? Yeah. Where did you advertise? Where did you promote it on your Twitter?
0: Uh, just Zoom, and uh, I mean, yeah, Facebook, Twitter, and I just DM people (laughs) or email people. The problem is now there's like thing called Zoom bombers. Have you heard of this? Yeah. I, I have come and like yell the n-word and just just crazy you know so uh, I had to like be more selective with who I tell
2: oh um, I see yeah, yeah cool. don't, had, don't, like- don't pick the guy with the uh the white hood Adam that's yeah, a bad yeah, profile, yeah, yeah that
0: guy yeah 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 Colby Covington was out <laughs> and uh <laughs> no I'm just kidding uh so but yeah it was, it was cool seeing Randy there I was like his, his girlfriend was there but she, she you know she couldn't get a babysitter for herself
2: is she older or younger than marina marina's 23
0: uh she's a little older but she they look about the same she she looks really young
2: we we had randy
1: on the show a couple weeks ago with marina and i said uh, hey randy don't ask marina for her phone number
0: (laughs) i know that's crazy and then it was it was was cool though it was was cool seeing randy and then uh randy was like this towards the screen he's like yeah oh Oh, my god
1: and and then also adam we had our co-host who's not on the show mike urato we call him Mad Lab. He's a he's a fantasy sports guy. And um his girlfriend wants to know I would walk behind him on his Zoom and Randy would be like this. <laughs> oh no way, him. really? I swear to God, it was so funny. <laughs>
0: Hilarious. Hey, you
1: I know thought... what? If you if you think about Randy's career, the testosterone he must have had to fight till forty five years old. Mm-hmm. He must yeah. have like a, a surplus of testosterone. He's they, every girl he's well he's probably
3: He treats somewhere like a camel. <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: exactly. He he stores
3: stores is,
2: yep. that, is that this week's fun fact? camels have extra semen? Sperm. What 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 <laughs> you could exactly. say sperm, it's okay.
0: But Mike, your friend that was on last week on the show hired me to do a private show for his girlfriend or his wife. Who? Uh your buddy. Palafrida? Yeah, your buddy uh Private he, show?
2: What type of weird uh, was, Illuminati was, shit are we doing no, It was here. his
0: wife's birthday. So they, have get, we, they have a new baby. Uh, and he was a real nice guy. Um, the yeah. butcher? What? Uh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, Pat LaFrieder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Pat, right. I, I did a show just for him and his wife. Just, oh, that's uh, so, awesome. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, but how hard is that to, to actually
1: do a stand-up routine for two people?
2: On Zoom, here's the dildo oh, going in my ass.
1: Yeah. On Zoom, what, <laughs> Ike? You, Ike? You, you need to
2: stop drinking caffeine. No, today. I could see Adam doing a lot of things for money. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, me too. Actually, these
3: are hard times. <laughs> of course.
1: Um, yeah, Ike, you're on. You're on fire today, Ike. No joke.
2: So, do you want to hear the clip that I got for you?
1: Oh yeah, I'm interested in hearing this clip. This, by the way, is uh, Triple C Triple talking C about and- Dominic talking about Dominic Cruz yesterday on the uh, media conference call. Check this out.
0: I came back and I beat one of the greatest of all time, is and Dominic. I'm about to come back and smash just a little turd who thinks he's better than I, he is. You're a 25er, you and try. I'm gonna prove it. You can try, princess. You can try. Try not to break the nail, Dominic. We've heard that already. You keep saying the same thing. Exactly, exactly. Because you're brittle and you break everything. Did you just come off of the surgery? Does that make you brittle? You're an idiot.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Listen, you're not going to win a a a a debate with Dominic Cruz if you're Henry Cejudo. It just doesn't. It's never going to happen.
0: Yeah, no. I mean, I mean, Dominic is one of the best trash talkers in the game. because, number one, he's so honest. And he's also mean. And he's also smart. Smart. And, and he's smart. also
1: very calm when he says it, too, which is even more powerful. Yeah, and that's just not
3: Henry's
0: game, you know? Henry. Yeah, he's uh, dude twi- who wears
2: fucking crowns and throws snakes on stages. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's – but the thing about Henry is, like, he doesn't need to talk. He's that good. You know he, he's a gold medalist, and if he just I think if he just yep. talked less, he'd be loved more. You know. Um, I agree with that. Yes, but, yeah, but, because he, he makes dude he makes
1: Donald Trump look like Albert Einstein on Twitter.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's just he's just not good at that. I mean, he's his 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 coach hit me up yesterday. Was like, hey, you got any sound bites for for me about Cruz? Uh, like I like did a whole thing with his coach, and uh, I like his coach a lot, Eric. Yeah. He's a great coach. I think he's the most underrated coach. I mean, if you think about who he has. He has Paulo Henry Costa he has his Brothers. He has Paulo Costa. Uh I mean, he's got like just amazing guys. He has the Korean zombie. Where is he? Sure. Where
1: is he? Is he in California?
0: Uh, no. Uh, he's, in, uh, he's in Arizona. He's in Okay. And he took a lot of the Crouch guys too. They a lot of the Crouch guys left 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 the uh, there and went over there. He's he's got a he and he's great. And the coach actually is pretty good at trash-talking because he's almost like a larger-than-life character. The guy, you know, they got the glasses, and he's kind of funny. He kind of reminds you of like a WWE manager in some yeah. ways from back in the day. So just let him do it. You know, it's like if I was Henry, I'd, I would just defer to him.
1: Yeah, exactly. Just like uh, – who was that? The mouth from the south. What was his Jimmy name? Jimmy Hart. Jimmy Hart, man. He was the best. I yeah. loved him, man. Those were the days – of, there was, I, I haven't watched wrestling in years, but when Ted DiBiase and all those guys from, when they, when they did the shows in Atlanta, that was cool, man.
0: Well, when Ted DiBiase came out, I remember they used to have these promos, and it was like, first of all, he had like Virgil, he had like a slave, like, it was like the most racist shit I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life, like, how did no one even like point that out, you know? Well,
1: and the Junkyard Dog, he came out that with, with the fucking chain on his neck, and they would they would lead him out into the into the it, ring.
0: It was horrible. But the, some of the promos Ted DiBiase did was uh like he, he like I remember there was all these people in like a pool a public pool, and then Ted DiBiase came out and then you see him just paying off the pool guys, and then you just see him in the pool, and everybody's <laughs> like outside trying to get in. It was like the biggest jerk ass I've ever seen in my life. It was amazing. Oh it was amazing. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Are you well, are you are you are you in the bathroom right now, Straka? Me? No. Yeah. Oh, looks like. No, I'm in, oh. I'm in a,
1: like a living room area. Oh, that's
0: nice.
1: Yeah, I I need to get a green screen. We're waiting for green screens to come in actually. Uh, we're going to do a probably similar background to what you have is the easiest one. My problem is I don't have a a good lighting uh, kit yet. So.
0: so. You don't need a green screen for Zoom.
1: Yeah, but i I'm, I'm on a MacBook Air. And when I tried to put a back screen on it, uh, it, it said that I don't have enough processing power. Ah, damn. So, and I'm not going to upgrade my computer for a fucking background. Yeah. Totally. Especially yeah. when, you know, my luck, as soon as I do that, the Zoom bombers will come in and start yelling the N word. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <It's> horrible. <laughs> Just so it's like, sometimes like I'll, I'll, I'll watch TV and they talk about, like, you know, racism. Like, and I'm like, you know, is it really as bad? And then I go on Zoom, I'm like, it's worse. Actually, it's fucking worse with the Zoom bombers. I was completely wrong. It was, this is fucking horrible. Cody Marina, how are you
3: by the way? Oh,
0: what was that? Marina. So what's her? She's she's a she's a pro. She's undefeated. What's her deal? She's
1: she's an Ammy. Not and
3: I'm not undefeated.
1: She's six and three, right?
3: Um,
1: four and five. Four and five. Yeah, so she's don't an amateur out your ass Ohio.
0: Out. <laughs> Sure she would, it seemed like I could probably like it. What's your? Uh, <laughs> when are you? When are you going pro?
3: Um, probably within like another year, I would say.
0: Nice.
3: Yeah.
1: She's, she lives in Toledo, Ohio. So she's yeah. She, you fight King of the Cage a lot, right?
3: Uh one time I have, yeah.
2: Did it's
1: you win? I
3: fought for, I fought for tough enough. Stay away Ooh.
2: from sparring with Adam, though. He lets Roxan Roxan modafar do triangle chokes to her, Just Nonstop. It was gross. Whatever you said last episode was just gross.
0: I didn't say that.
2: (laughs) Hey, did
1: Julie? You know, you guys know who Julie Kedzie is, right? Yes. She was in Russia at a fight, and she said she had somebody in a triangle choke, and she accidentally shat herself.
3: (laughs) It's like Yoel Romero.
1: (laughs) So she, and this is gets even worse. She said, so suddenly after the fight, she goes, "I couldn't wait to go go get cleaned up." And she said that they were all whisked away into some van, and all she could smell is herself, and they were taken to the Kremlin for like a private dinner. And she was like, You gotta be fucking kidding me. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, no, you gotta mm-hmm. ask her that. Ask Julie Kezzi that story one day. It's mm-hmm. just, it's, it's remarkable.
0: How much did they charge her for that?
1: <laughs> I don't know. They probably, they probably docked uh, her show money. Fuck.
2: Have you guys ever shot yourself?
0: In a wrestling match, yeah, a couple times probably. I've
1: I've gambled with a fart and lost once or twice. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, I was in traffic, man. Bud, but
1: oh my god, it's the worst.
0: <laughs> I, I woke know, up at, I woke up at seven in the morning for this.
2: I know, right? <laughs> There's no fight. Wait, are there fights Oh oh yeah, 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 there are fights.
1: It's like right, so adam, adam like we we um we were given our picks earlier i I'm taking Cruz,
2: dude, I'm doing Cruz gagey. spoil the party. I'm doing gagey also
0: I mean, look, who I want to win is Dominic cruz, you know being forty one it's like how do you, he, you
2: know, he's not forty one
0: no me being forty one oh. uh fucking rooting for the older guy, you know the the guy who who and but Based on, like, last performances, I mean, come on. It looks like Cejudo's on a different level right now.
2: Dude, that Marlon Moraes, that third-round comeback with the knees, that put him on a new level. I agree with you. It is annoying, the promotional side of things. Like, he should be prompted up a lot more for what he's done in the cage. But you can't deny what he's done in the cage. What
0: about knocking out T.J. Dillashaw in one round, who's fucking Lance Armstrong's – Pharmacist. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, I
2: didn't. he Come almost on. did it too easy know. that we forget about
0: it i mean you know it was like 26
2: 30 seconds he he almost did it too easy that we
0: forget I mean, about what, it
2: i guess the thing that really hurts
1: henry cejudo like i guess
2: henry cejudo career
1: is henry cejudo <laughs> like if he would just shut up like you said adam he would be so much i would care more about him i don't I
3: think
0: if about he him. shut up people wouldn't care about him
1: well yeah, i mean the I, there's I, the argument you
0: know, too and it's like almost like he's unintentionally being a villain. That so you're like you know what maybe maybe this is the road to go. But he doesn't he doesn't come across as bright
1: though that's a thing. Look everybody cares about Francis Ngannou and you never even you, does he has he even said twenty words in the last two years.
0: Yeah, but it's different though. When I mean, you're knocking people into, like next week, I mean Overeem's head is still flying from <laughs> that fight. I mean, you don't have to say anything. When you're doing that i mean you can even have performances like he did against the black beast and people will forget about it yeah you know um well, you so. know
1: Rosenstruck's no joke though he's gonna he's got a tough fight
0: he's got a really he's a nice guy too i he came to my show um uh in gano and he didn't speak the english that well back then and i was making fun of him i'm like look at you you came here you uh, were an uber driver yeah, yeah, yeah i gave him yeah. the whole thing and he was such a nice it. guy afterwards he put me in a headlock like <laughs> uh and uh, he—he's a—I mean—but you—you look at him and you're like. I've never seen a heavyweight with like five percent body fat before. I mean, because like you know, I stood next to. Well, except know, for Matt Mitrione. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean seriously. I—I I, Heath Herring was the biggest guy I've ever stood next to. Um, but you look at guys like Frank Mir, Josh Barnett—they're huge guys, but they also. I wouldn't say have the dad bod, but they have, you know, they have but this dude looks like he's 135 pounds. Tell
2: like, you, man. You know? Next well, five years, ten years, you're gonna get the kids who wanna fight for a living. Like instead Wolverine of playing like football, too. basketball. Like imagine Russell Westbrook or a Michael Jordan, even Michael Jordan, like just a ripped light heavyweight who's six five, who's got great balance, great hips. Like that's what you got in Engano and he's just
0: killing No, people. you're not gonna see that based on Fucking the payroll. If if you can go to the NFL and make $50 million, that comes back to fight. the original argument. These guys need to get paid more, man.
2: And Ghana should be making $5 million a fight.
0: If, you, if he was a boxer, you'd make it $10 million.
2: True. You That's know, true. he wouldn't be having to do State Farm or some commercial. Or what is he doing? Like Metro PCS. <laughs> He's doing well, some the problem commercial.
0: Then he, he would also fight once every five years. That's the payoff. It's like, yeah, you, yeah you'll yeah. make that's right too dollars, but we'll never see him fight and he and he, and he won't fight but the, the best guys i mean so. by the way
1: that metro pcs was the worst phone i've ever the worst service ever and that was <laughs> like such. A,
0: a, i don't know anybody that has that
1: marina's like, got it because it, it. Marina's it sucks, definitely. It sucks. <laughs> it's
0: like a drug dealer burner phone yeah <laughs>
1: it's exactly right it was and those commercials were fucking t- wait nothing was worse though than steven thompson and dominic cruz's commercial for uh what was that the clothing company with the stretchy no, no, jeans. no it wasn't
2: dominic it was tj Oh my god, that was terrible, man! Stretchy jeans—it was stretchy, like work pants, and they're doing like Matrix things in the office. Oh my god, that was the gayest thing I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. The,
0: the best commercial no one ever sees is the one with uh, what's the name? The guy that the guy that break dances, threw his shoulder out, lost his last couple fights. You know, what I'm talking about.
2: Oh, like, um, I'm, M- oh, Michelle Michelle Pena.
0: No, not him, but but like him, the guy that like. Got knocked out by. Uh, he got he got he got knocked out. He was he was like on the next level, and then afterwards he he, he celebrated and threw out a shoulder. He got knocked oh, out by uh, Johnny, Walker, Johnny Walker. Johnny Walker. Johnny Walker has a condom commercial. Oh my god! <laughs> it's it's only in, it's only in Portuguese, <laughs> and it's on <laughs> Fight Pass. <laughs> you gotta see this
2: dude. I'm gonna grab that for next week. You think? Are we allowed dude, to they, play that on the Zoom?
0: Yeah, but why not? Dude, they buried it somewhere, but it is the funniest commercial you've ever seen in your life. Oh it, it's God. so to the point, point <laughs> uh, and, and you're watching. What the fuck am I watching? And then the guy's laughing. that commentator was laughing afterwards. I
2: actually wrote a oh a Johnny Walker.
0: Yeah, I actually wrote a commercial for the PFL that was that like was a pretty good commercial, but it only aired on PFL. It was uh, a Geico commercial. Um, where they have like you know those funny guy commercials. I had Sean, uh, Sean, the guy who won it, old Sean O'Connell, oh, Sean O'Connell. So I had Sean O'Connell fight himself. Oh right, yes. And like interview himself, and then I wanted to have him as like a ring girl, and then they announced like Sean O'Connell just fucking, but they but they didn't have him be like the ring girl. It was like I was he, he like wouldn't do it. There should I mean. be ring boys. There is in, in all of- honesty.
3: There,
0: uh, there is. I, I know. Invicta,
2: Theodoro, he does it, but I think he does it for publicity and he works for Perk Plus. But I think for every woman fight they should be a ring boy. And for every that
1: that a lie He got a lot of heat for that, but I like that kid. Yeah. That takes ball He's got a good sense of humor. He, he's a decent fighter. He's obviously he's a good looking guy. UFC uh, let
2: him go after a winning record too.
0: But he, he gets won, it like he, he gets nine me. out of ten. I wasn't know. a winning record. He like won. I mean, it was like eight out of ten. He got like fucking like it was like eight and two in the UFC. And won the ultimate fighter, Canada.
2: And they're like, bye. Yeah, well.
0: Yeah.
1: That's what happens when you have an autocracy.
0: Well, that, I think the marijuana thing didn't help. He, was not, he wanted to be like the first fighter to be sponsored by marijuana or something. And oh, like, come on.
1: It's better than having a big Condom Depot uh, logo on your ass.
0: I agree. I mean, I'm, I'm the first one to be like, you, you, you guys keeping guys on three fights losing streaks and then and then cut a guy who's eight and one because look he doesn't have the skill set to knock people out you know he has to win the best way he can which is to grind the fuck out of people and people are like well it's not entertaining well you know what
2: yeah people like marina she hates wrestling matches i'm like jujitsu versus wrestling or strong wrestling i'm like i
3: I just don't like to be on the bottom
2: but well so she's a top
0: Uh yeah I insert nine misogynistic fucking comments but no but it's uh no but it's like saying to the fucking san antonio spurs right remember how boring their de- their defense was like they hated
2: they were but too fundamental
0: imagine the nba was like you can't make the playoffs right uh but, yeah that's a good point <laughs> but we but like you were 112 this year but you know what Nobody wants to watch you guys. I
2: mean, <laughs> I guess you guys pass the ball too much. Nobody's dunking. <laughs> so
0: we're gonna throw in the Knicks, but the it's Knicks true. Are twenty games. Yeah, but, but people like them. I mean, can you imagine like how fucking like fucking? Do you guys know out? the
2: whole story behind Colby Covington. I think he beat Dung Young Kim, and uh, this was like a whole behind-the-scenes thing. They told him. They go, you're killing our up and comers. You're just wrestling them to the floor. We can't sell you. You need to do something. And it was before the Damian Maya fight. And he, this is how the story goes. And then we saw what he did in, against Damian Maya. And then he goes, Brazil, you're a bunch of animals, filthy this. But yeah. they were stopping. They were going to release him because he know was if that's stopping.
0: I do says. But I, I, I had you have to take. I love Colby. I think He's
2: Usman said the same thing. Like his wrestling was too strong that he was stopping oh, some people that might be
0: more exciting. I talked to Sean Shelby about that though, right? And in the contract those guys signed, they can't cut you after a loss. So didn't Elias not Theodoro? To, uh, he he was a free agent or something. He didn't get cut. Oh, uh. um, it was one of those things. they didn't. Uh, the only person that ever. Got yeah, cut lot, over. They can't cut alliance
2: won. Oh, no, no, no. He they did lose cut his cut last UFC.
0: It was one of those things. The only person that they, they did that was with Mike Jackson, who beat CM Punk. Yep. I think that was like the one thing where like, they cut him after a win.
2: Because they thought he was showboating against CM Punk. It's like, let him
3: get his yeah, moment.
0: Yeah. But that's what happens when you sign a guy like CM Punk, right? It opens up a whole can of worms of like, now we have to bring on people that aren't UFC ready are not UFC caliber just to fight you, and and now and now what do we do? Do we do we then keep you because we signed you?
2: Did you guys want Lesnar versus Cormier? I did. Why? Because Cormier would get the payday and it'd be a hell of a promotion.
0: I mean, people say that, but how how struggling is Daniel Cormier right now? He's- I was
2: going to say Daniel Cormier <laughs> is not struggling.
1: First of all, he's got one of the smartest managers. I never said he was Dwayne, struggling. Dwayne Zinkin. If you look at Luke Rockhold for crying out loud, he's set for life. Anybody who has Dwayne Zinkin as a manager is set. Like I've never yeah, seen what anything John like Jones it.
0: Twice, too. I mean, I mean, those were huge paydays. I mean, so I, I know the say people are like I want to give him a payday, but what? So he's he, he's now worth twenty the, million and not eighteen. The right, casual exactly. the
2: casual fan would learn about him too, because I think he's a great guy.
0: Who Cormier? Yeah,
2: I think that would give him a bigger stage. Are you kidding me? People know him just from commentating now. My mother doesn't really know about
0: him. <laughs> he is a great guy. And I wrote the all about the cake video and convinced him to do it. So, the thing
2: where he's chowing down on the um, yes. cupcakes.
0: Yeah, that was I've me. only That's- seen
2: the gif. I never knew like the origin or where that came from. John Jones
0: it's made part MMA, of that shit. From the, so. MMA,
2: yeah,
1: the award show,
0: right? The award show. I, I was like, hey, we do this video or you dance around with like that cake? He was like, Adam, I'll do it. And then afterwards, he leaves going, what the fuck was that? Like, <laughs> I was there on the shoot, but I, I wrote it and convinced him. And then next thing I know, it's got like 100 million fucking hits. And he's like, what? He's dancing around the cake. But yeah, no, I mean, uh, I understand. I, the Brock Lesnar, Cormier thing. Listen, people, I think people, the Brock Lesnar, Mark Hunt did a lot of did a lot of service for, for Brock Lesnar because he was able to avoid Mark Hunt.
2: People but, forget Manda, uh, he wasn't even the main event, that fight.
0: But people also forget that, like, the fights before that, he ran away from Overeem and Cain Velasquez. I mean, literally ran away from him in the cage. Yeah. So th- that wasn't a good sign. So,
2: and he tested positive after the Mark Hunt fight. He, he, but he well, won, though. He
1: won. But also... That's- he also had diverticulitis when he was running away from Alistair Overeem.
2: Ooh, there you go,
3: Adam.
0: Yeah, and Overeem was on, like, 80 to 1 TRT, so yeah. I, I, I I, I get <laughs> well, no, it.
1: Th- I was going to say that th- there's another fighter who's a heavyweight with 0% body fat.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: He's Dude.
1: one of the biggest dudes I've ever stood next to. I- I've stood next to Brock Lesnar, too, and that guy's a monster, but – Wolverine is just scary.
2: Dude, man. Vitor is coming back. One FC, man. He's going to be oh,
0: huge. They're trying to make Vitor versus Vanderlei in bare-knuckle boxing.
2: Oh, my God. That's a Somebody's fucking gonna murder. Die. Somebody's going to
0: die. That's a murder.
1: Yeah. That's murder.
0: You wouldn't watch it?
1: No way, dude. Not live. I, I, I haven't.
3: Whatever. No... You would watch it. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> you would wait for the highlights on, on YouTube and Facebook dude, the next morning. You'd be searching for
1: them. That's a murder about to happen. I would never bare-knuckle fight fucking vanderley silva if my life if depended. you
0: watch vertical boxing though because i watch watched almost all of them
2: i watched the paulie article.
0: less da- less violent than actual either a actual boxing well, because it, you're gonna break your hand easily break your hand and people it looks sometimes worse than it is because the cuts those are usually the lighter guys only a couple times i've seen clean knockouts on it like clean knockouts you know so it's not it, it, i think uh like when I, saw hector, when I saw hector lombard I'm like, he's going to murder people, right? He's in that shit, too? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and he, he, like, he won his fight, but it wasn't as brutally as, you know, as, like, you'd think. It's when you get those guys who are, like, the good old boys, like, on the undercard, <laughs> like, yeah. uh, that's when you see crazy knockouts. When it's, like, this guy is fighting over, like, the daily, at the fucking Dairy Mart or something, you know? <laughs> um,
1: that's we should we is. should start our own promotion, call it the Smokers, the Smoker League, and just just do oh, it. In like a stri- would, we know us. Yeah, we'll give have,
3: me the belt.
1: We'll have all the events in strip club parking lots. Oh
3: we'll
0: my have, god, I I, we'll I strip one time. Straka, that thing that I wanted to sell, that fucking you know yeah. fucking, so I have, I have an idea for a show, right? It's called so You Think You're a Tough Guy. I drive around in a truck and there's an octagon in the back of the truck but like nah. you know, Tank Abbott or Don Frye, somebody like, but like, you know, and then there's a ring girl and you, and you go to like Hooters, all these guys are like, I could fuck that guy up. You could sign up to fight the person. Right. But it would, it would be staged. People would know whatever. And then yeah. you'd interview nah, like their just girlfriend, make it, or...
2: make it a grappling match. So you don't have to deal with any shit. Say you want to grapple tank Abbott.
0: So, yeah. So Straka sees this and goes, dude, we could sell this. Right. So we get a meeting with this guy. Right. <laughs> oh God. So we, we, we pitched it, and I'm I'm excited, because, you know, Straka, to me, I, I hold him on the highest regard. I used to watch him, and he, he's very, he, as as down to earth as you think, him taking a shit during the, the thing, he actually is very connected in L.A. So we get the meeting, the guy goes, I like the idea, but we're not going to have fighting. We're going to have the fighters uh, cook and do a cooking show. We're like, it was... <laughs> Like, what? Like, but what about the the fighting? You can see, yeah, we're just not going to have fighting in it.
2: So like, you ever what? see a fucking guy fear in a kitchen, bro? <laughs> That's
0: a completely bro? new idea. <laughs> well, like, but what about the, the guys? Yeah, we don't want to have fighting. We want to have the guys, like, do poetry. We're like, what the fuck is, like. this Straka calls me up. He's like, sorry about that. I'm like, all right, it's okay. We'll, we'll it. We'll sell it. And you Dude, know, that guy,
1: he knew exactly what the concept was going in. You know, that happened to me in Netflix, too you're not going to believe this shit they asked me to produce to to develop a show uh it was called world fight club and it was how far just did you like, get
2: in the pitch like was it like you were face-to-face ready to Yeah, face and- to face
1: we were in a meeting with like four or five different netflix guys and my, my producing partner at kinetic content uh in out of santa monica right out of uh, uh century city now but anyhow we go in there they netflix literally asked for this show we get in there. We show them the, the, the sizzle reel. We, I have the fucking deck in front of them. And they're like, well, you know what? We already have something like this um, in, in concept. Do you have anything else? And I go, dude, I came to LA from New York because you specifically asked me for this show. And now you're telling me you have something? And, and by the way, they did. They had something in the pipeline with Frank Grillo. And it was, yep. al- it was almost In the exact world. same I'm show.
3: <laughs>
1: it was almost the exact same show. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, these I don't know if they had it or if they were thinking about it and they stole my idea, but I was fucking pissed, man. Fucking yeah. LA. Fuck LA, dude. No, it's,
0: it's, it's ridiculous. It's like, uh, I remember one time they, I think it was like Dane Cooks had a pilot and Robert Kelly auditioned for it and to play like Robert Bobby. Kelly.
1: And he yeah. didn't get,
0: he didn't get the part as Robert Kelly.
1: Oh my God. So he
0: was Robert Kelly
1: he was Barbara Kelly. <laughs> you know you know how i got to know bobby kelly um, he had a show on sirius which was right next door to fox but whenever i would go to mandalay for the mandalay bay for ufc fights he and jimmy norton would always be at my favorite uh restaurant you know strip steak yeah so i used to go to strip steak every time there was a fight at mandalay bay event center after the fight i'd go i'd sit at the bar i usually just gawk at all the beautiful waitresses uh Inevitably, Jimmy and fucking Bobby would come in there. And uh, Bobby's like, hey, aren't you Straka? I'm like, yeah. He goes, yeah, I'm, I, I'm, work with, I'm next to you in serious." We became friends after that. He's a great guy. Really like that to,
0: guy. I used to play ba- When I first started doing comedy 22 years ago, I used to play basketball. I, th- I used to go to the comedy cellar, like two them, watch all the comics every night. And they'd be like, hey, look, come play basketball with us. It'd be me, Colin Quinn, who was great. Patricio oh, he's Neal. great. Patrice O'Neill, who was like the hardest person to guard ever. Uh, it was Pete Correale, who was a really good basketball player. Jim Norton would play, uh, Keith Roberts, Keith Robinson, all these like guys, and they, and they call me open Mike. That was my name. when I played, um, <laughs> but I was, I wasn't, I wasn't better than them, but I was 20. So I, I was like, I could go, you know, They couldn't really <laughs> go. um, but I remember one time Steve Marshall, who's a really funny comic was there. And we went to this playground at like three in the morning and Kevin Hart would play Kevin Hart. If he was bigger, could have been a Division One basketball player. He's
2: good in those celebrity games.
0: He would kill everybody. I used to have to guard him. He was so good. And you're just like, fuck. And he's so competitive, you know, like Kevin Hart would come. And uh, I remember Steve Marshall was like, there was like a bunch of people playing there. They looked a little sketchy. And he goes, uh, what are we going to do if these guys want to fight us? Whip out our tape recorders, right? Yeah. And then Jim Norton goes, press play. They'll run. I was like, like I was like, that that was a brilliant line. I, yep. I was like, holy shit! Jim Norton was on a different level. I mean, he's always been funny, but back then, when like uncensored Jim Norton, like I think he was living with his parents at the time in Staten Island. He was like the angriest fucking guy. Like he had no money,
1: and, and well, the poor guy's ugliest
0: sin too. Yeah, and he, bombs would go off in that crowd. It was like. <laughs> I mean he was like it was the, it was I've never seen anyone kill like Jim Norton back in the day. And
2: he was probably on a lot of shit, right? I think I remember hearing him on Rogan just he was just fucked up on like drugs and doing crazy shit.
0: He would just be like 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 Survivor was just came out, you know, like the the first TV show and he's like fuck those people. They should give around give the kangaroo AIDS and have them chase around people on the island. <laughs> Say the most fucked shit I've ever seen. <laughs> like how he wanted to use like I don't know Rosie O'Donnell's like head as a fucking golf ball. I mean, it was just like one thing after another, and you're just like, oh my god! But it, it yeah, was yeah. He's
1: a funny dude.
0: Like like Sinbad always said, like you're funniest when you're riding the bus because yep. you know. Uh, and uh, at that point, Norton was riding the bus, and he's still he's still hilarious, but not as angry. Like, I think he's like a little happier
1: now, you know? Yo, I was I had to do a roast for one of my buddy's birthday parties. And it had a bunch of people, that, New York media people mostly. And I was the, dude, I was nasty. I was crude and I was rude. And I said the C word a couple of times and I, I busted everybody. And the guy who whose party it was, he was so pissed off at me, right? I mean, he was fucking furious. He's like, my fucking mother's here, man. I can't believe you said half the shit you said. I go, it's a fucking roast. That's what we're supposed to do. Well, you yeah. reminded me because Colin Quinn was in the audience, and Colin Quinn comes up to me. He goes, "Straka, you were the funniest dude up here tonight." He's like, "What the fuck?" I, and I said, "Thank you very much." He goes, "No, seriously, you were actually really good." I was like, "Whew!" But yeah. my friends were so mad at me because God forbid I I offended it because I did I offended everybody. But I thought that was that was what you we're supposed to do at a roast.
3: Dude, Colin
0: Quinn would was... be a mild roast. Colin a mild Quinn. Roast.
1: <laughs> they should have they should have they should have me the memo.
0: <laughs> Colin Quinn back in the day like bomb every other show, but and this is when he was on Saturday Night Live, you know, but he was so funny, like, that, like, it didn't matter. You know, he was just one of those dudes that just, like, he's so underappreciated as a
1: comic. Dude, did you see his HBO show that was a history of the world or something like that? I forgot what the name of it was, where it was, like, a reimagining of American history. It was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. So well-written, and just, he's very thoughtful, and I think, you know he's a throwback to like a george carlin where you know he's thoughtful in his comedy he's just he's not just you know rattling off jokes
0: yeah yeah yeah. anyway
1: yeah
0: yeah he's he's next level dude i don't know
1: how you do it adam it's it's um that's a tough you think mma fighting is tough man comedy is fucking right up there
0: well the hard part about comedy is like it's not just about comedy i I almost feel like colby covington in that regard we're like like the actual art of comedy it becomes the easiest thing about it in a lot of ways, because like, okay, I got to make an audience laugh. Like that I can do, you know, I've been doing it for long enough that I can figure out, you know, how to do It's, it's now like, you can't just become a comic. When I was started out, it was like, you had a VHS test tape and you sent it to a comedy club and they, and then you bothered them and then you got booked or you did it. But now it's like, Oh, well, what are your Twitter followers? Like, what's your Instagram followers? how, how, What's your podcast like? Have you done Joe Rogan's podcast? What's your management like? So it's like all this other shit that has nothing to do with stand-up comedy, you know? And uh, that's, the, that's the hardest part about it is that you're like, like why, is, why is the art becoming the easiest thing? You know, it, it should almost be like the opposite.
2: We're in a huge transition stage with now. I like how people say Netflix is TV and podcasts is radio. It's like, it's still new to hear that people think terrestrial. Hey, morning zoo is still radio. People think like CBS news on cable is TV still. It's like Netflix and so podcasts. Count.
0: I, I, I used to go to clubs in like West Virginia. Right. And I used to do this club in West Virginia, and I would do the radio. And if you were good on the radio, which meant like, which I pretty well could have quick punch lines. I do like 10 minutes of just like, blitzed with 25 jokes and i would get 100 people would show up extra because of the radio you know now you do the radio like one person shows up you could be the funniest person ever nobody listens to the fucking radio in the morning you know nobody does and 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 podcasting's hard because like i do a podcast M A roasted you know we get like thousands of people per podcast i mean not we don't get like hundreds of thousands but we get we get a good number but they're they're in england they're in canada they're in australia
2: Right.
3: So
0: I do really good on fight week in Vegas on UFC. It's
2: coming yeah. though, brother. You're too good not to, like to be kept down. I'm telling you, like you're gonna get that fucking. You, oh, you're thank, too smart, you. too fast, and you're from Long Island.
0: Oh, thank so. you. I appreciate that. But but that's what that's what kind of makes it, it. That's what that's the hard part, Straka, is that like. And also, people think if like they haven't heard of you, it means you're not good. They go, "Oh, oh, if you're so good, how come you're not on?" That? And you're like, "Dude, you're a fucking moron." Yeah. Like, you know. Like, uh, you know.
1: Well, it, back in the day, I, I read—I used to read every bio, biography of every actor ever because I wanted to be an actor when I was younger, and I, you know, it got to the point where Rosie O'Donnell was starring in *Grease* on Broadway, and I was—I I just think to myself, you know, it used to be back in the day you couldn't become a movie star until you were a Broadway star. Like they picked the best of the best and put them in movies. Now you can't be a Broadway star unless you fucking had a hit movie. It doesn't yeah. matter how good or bad you are yeah it's, it's just totally like like you said it's it, it hasn't it's become about brian Cranston, how many tickets can you Larry how many tickets David, can you sell that's what it's, it's all Cook about how Mormons. not how good you are not how good of a show you how many tickets can you sell how many drinks yeah. can you sell in my club
0: i know which is which is crazy but i mean look you know and and in, in, in the end it, does, it like you you know you look at people like ray romano or who took took you know doing it 20 years before he made it or dangerfield who was like doing selling aluminum roofing door to door, like while he's on the tonight show, you know, and you look at like Seinfeld and you know, when, when these guys finally hit, all of a sudden they have like a wealth of material versus people that hit too early. And then all of a sudden they get like, they get wrong in that, like, Oh, you know, the levity management company, like they'll sign you at 22 and they'll throw you out to like, Audition for a hundred things and if you don't get it, like I was in acting class with Bill Burr. Um like like 18 years ago. I was in acting with Bill Burr and Bill Burr uh did a scene, it was really good. And I was there when the casting director was like, she she taught the class. She's like, How come I never heard of you before? And he was like, Well, I just booked this thing called Townies with Molly Ringwald, and they flew me out to LA. And I went and auditioned for like a hundred things, and I, I didn't get anything. And then I was in L.A. for three years, nothing happened. I moved back. I have no manager. I have no agent. and my goal is to do, to do the Apollo. And that's that's where he was in his life. And th- that was that. And now you look at Bill burton he's the, he's the biggest comic in the world. So you go, okay, it, and that's from hard work. You know, it wasn't like Bill Burton just no no manager was like, hey, you know, will you book this person and also throw in Bill Burr? You know, it was like Bill Burr did it all himself. So to me, that's like super inspirational and just put my head down and keep doing it because I saw it firsthand. It wasn't like a, this isn't a story that I heard from a friend who heard from a friend, heard from a friend. You know, I actually was there with Bill Burr. It was like me and like eight people in this acting class. It was, it was crazy.
2: Marina, who's your uh, favorite comedians? Like the people who use the mic, like stand-up comedians, like who make people laugh? Um,
3: I don't know. When I was younger, I used to love Dane Cook, but he—I don't think he really does anything anymore. And I—I um, I don't. I probably don't watch as much as like. I I usually like only listen to it when I'm driving. I turn on like the comedy station, like when I'm driving to South Carolina and stuff, and listen to it. But yeah, I like Kevin Hart and stuff like that. Just like the normal big names.
2: Dane Cook was awesome. He was on top of the He's world. Awesome. I think he did rough around the edges and MSG, and I think his. Father passed away and it was just like I hope he makes a big comeback. Uh, I saw that he was doing radio spots last year.
0: He's still at the laugh factory every night. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, yeah. Is he still
2: using the the big words? He'll be like, hey, look at the ladder or like the way he emphasizes words is the best. He doesn't
0: do as much physical as he as he did back then. I mean, back then when I when I first moved to LA, I went to a comedy club and there was like six people there. And I was ready to move back to New York. And I go across the street, a place called Dublin's. And Dane Cook was on stage, and every hot chick in Orange County was there to see him. It was packed, wall to wall, and he was doing the craziest shit. Like he put his dick between his legs, started running around the stage. Like, just like, <laughs> just like, like what the? And it was it, murder. It was murder, you know. And then, uh, yeah, me, me, me and Dane, we became pretty good friends. We go hiking a lot, and you know, Dane, Dane's a nice guy. he's, he's a he's an introvert, but he's not like. Who he is on stage is not who he is off stage. He's very super, super quiet to himself, you know. Um, Adam,
1: you, you, you reminded me of a story when you were talking about the basketball games uh, with, the, with the celebrities and the and I the thought you were going to tell
2: us a story about hiking.
1: <laughs> so um, when I was in about 1993, I was in a show called Tony and Tina's Wedding. Yeah. We, we used to do stunt casting. So with Rob Camilletti, remember Sheriff's boyfriend, uh, the bagel boy? He played Tony for a couple months and you know he would stunt cast the, the lead. I played Johnny, Tony's little brother. And we had this kid who came in to play the the best man, which was a, a drug dealer. He would sell drugs in the bathroom so like the audience members. It was hilarious. But this kid was I'm not gonna mention his name because I don't think he 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 would want me to, but his father was a famous actor and this kid came in and he he was he played he so we were in LA, I was at I was staying at Camilletti's house and it was a couple guys from the show. And we call this kid who, who lives in LA. And he's like, hey, I'm, I'm playing volleyball. Uh, why don't you guys come down to Venice Beach and join us for a volleyball game? So we all pile in Camilletti's car. We go down to Venice Beach. We go on a beach and we were playing volleyball against fucking Van Halen. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was David Lee Roth, Alex Van Halen, Eddie Van Halen. No uh, way. Oh my God, the, the bass player, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on his name. It was unbelievable. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I was I was out there for like for pilot season. I was I was auditioning. I auditioned for something called um, uh, Sons of Sons of Thunder, and it was um, it was a spinoff to Walker Texas Ranger. Wow. And I was I was a uh, Taekwondo champion back then. So uh, me and Chuck Norris were like auditioning for Leslie Moonves, you know, at CBS, and then uh, and then that didn't go anywhere. That it went well. It was a good audition for me actually. It got me um, an audition to play Robin in Batman and Robin. I went up and met Mally Finn. At Warner Brothers because uh, Les Less made a call. But boy, talk about fall f- falling from grace. Did you hear Andy Lack just got fired? Andy Lack yeah, was the yeah, president yeah. of NBC News and yeah, I yeah. worked with I worked with Andy Lack way back in the nineties. I answered his phone. So
0: were you in Tony Hughes wedding with uh, Susanna Melendez?
1: Yeah, Susanna's a good friend of mine. I was really in, good friend.
0: I was in Bertie's Bachelorette party. Oh, you were? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Was, Mark, uh, didn't was, Mark didn't Mark, Mark Nasser have something to do with that too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yep. was exactly Mark. Yeah, I was. Uh, Susanna made me. It was basically so you guys don't get bored. But so they they did a spinoff at the Culture Club of Tony and Tina's wedding, but it was a bachelorette party, and you and it was a thing where you didn't know who was in the bachelorette party, and then like the 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 groom was what like one of the strippers was was the, was the groom, and then they got into a fight and yada yada. Susanna, who was stuttering, John's ex-wife. Suttering John from this Howard Stern show made me audition for her by giving her a lap dance on the street. Uh, Her and uh, her, her and Denise, and then my character was Woody the shot boy, right? And I was I was in my twenties. I was all fucking tan. I was like ripped back then, and I had to go around giving shots to girls. That was my job. And and it said Woody, and with a pink headband and glitter everywhere, and and giving. I, I, I ended up making like thousands of dollars a night because I was getting paid to give lap dances. But with my jeans on, and I put the money in my socks and my things. I was, but it was clearly it was so humiliating. But it was also the best job I ever had in my entire life, uh, I got to say. Uh, I got paid in singles. I definitely felt <laughs> – it was crazy.
2: Shit, was, man. I, I give some lap dances for money. Yeah, but
0: uh, <laughs> it was all bridge and tunnel. It was all Jersey kids and Staten Island guys. And they'd be like, yo, Woody, you freaking fag, you know, or like try to like girls would get drunk, try to steal my pink headband. But I was making so much money for the club that I go like this. And then the bouncer would throw the fucking jabroni out. That's like, awesome. Was, like, Dude, that was-
2: drunk, aggressive girls is like one of the worst things in the world. Dude, I
1: haven't seen Denise in a long time. I saw Susanna recently, but I haven't seen Denise. In-
0: She's still I mean, the nun. She's playing the nun. Years. She's on tour as, like the nun.
1: Oh, really? They're, still, yeah, they're yeah. still doing that show? I didn't even
2: know it.
0: Yeah, I used to. I me and Denise like dated for a little bit. She was, she was, she was
2: Does she was that time. mean you guys grab food together?
0: Yes, of course. It was uh, it was it was good times. But I at the time I was doing like ten shots a night. Here's uh, uh, the thing.
2: It's like Straka's quarantine diet.
0: <laughs> drunk women were not good at business, right? Because they'd all come up to me, be like, "Hey, will you do a shot? Will you?" <laughs> They're like, "We want to buy the bachelorette a shot, right?" Which was like five dollars. So I'd be like, "All right, here's the deal." everyone you guys do a shot i'll give her for free okay so i'd make like 80 dollars off the fucking thing right then i would take the shot and i would hold it by my crotch and girls would get on their knees and do one right or i would put it in my mouth to their mouth you know oh dude it was it was so much you fun.
2: little slut adam
0: I was the slut. I was <laughs> adam
1: the- <laughs> i would when i was in that show you know the, so if people don't know marina and, and i the show just like birdie's bachelorette party you interact with the audience and You act like they're part of the wedding, like they're family. They're either Tony's side or or Tina's side. And, you know, you go around from table to table, and you do improv, and you talk to everybody. So it was like shooting fish in a barrel. Like, every night, I would hook up with a chick, every single night. It got to the point where I would wake up in the morning, and I'd be in some hotel, like, not knowing where the fuck I am. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. I got to stop doing this. So there was this girl who came in and it was her birthday so she you know after the show she's like hey you were in the show right there was a bar right downstairs I'm like yeah so then next thing you know I'm in her hotel room a year later goes by and I'm I'm sitting on the dais table and I'm just scanning the audience for girls to look at and I, I catch this woman's eye and she looks at me and she goes and I noticed oh my god that's the girl from last year it's her birthday again but now she's with a guy it was Aww. hilarious but that's what I knew though Adam I knew I was like I've been in the show too long now but, but <laughs> It's yeah. Too I think
0: I I, yeah, I couldn't. Yeah, I think my mine came in Oklahoma on the road because you know when Tinder first came out, you could just you could still do it. Yeah, I, I, I knew my road schedule, so if I'm like oh I'm gonna be in Oklahoma tomorrow, I'll just swipe Oklahoma. I'll go you know a week early, that way when I get there I'll have yep. dates. You know, yep. um, well the one girl told I was I went back to this girl's house after a show, and I go oh this this is a nice remote you know, that's to the TV. She's like, no, it's for my asshole. She had a remote control asshole. She said when she was younger, she had like an accident where her asshole fell out, right? And now she needed a remote for it. I, I, I'm not kidding. I, I, I've never seen this since, right? But I was like, this needs to stop. <laughs> because I was like, oh, does it work for the garage too? <laughs> like, it, it tightens up her, her butt. And, and uh, I, I couldn't believe it. Um, I know people are like, "Well, did you bang her?" in a but no, I wasn't gonna test that theory, you know. But <laughs> but she really did have a remote. Her asshole fell out. Like,
1: it's true <laughs> though. After a while, it gets. I would look at myself in the mirror and be like, "You're not hooking up tonight. You are not gonna hook up tonight." And then I'd walk out into the audience and I'm like, "Oh yeah, I am."
0: <laughs> yeah, dude, it's, 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 it's addicting. Marina, how many dudes have you slept with? <laughs> <laughs> now uh, that's I a can, professional segue. I can do
3: one hand the count of mine. So Good. one. Good yeah you been with one
2: guy your whole life no no she said she no, count I can count on I can one, hand.
3: one hand oh i was oh. gonna say
2: he's one for one then you got one guy one yeah. kid i was like I'm,
3: like I'm satisfied i got all i need now
0: good for now, you. Now, are you are you married
3: um no no i'm in a relationship
0: okay but the, the the baby that you have is with the, the guy you're with
3: no no
0: interesting the plot thickens yeah okay. first I guys, guys in jail day. For, wait, no, to no. Uh. no, no, he's um, so you're, um, a, so you're a single mom slash fighter. Yeah. His
2: name is Randy Couture.
0: <laughs> wow, you're, like a life, you're like a lifetime movie, but that was the case. I would be getting child support. Wow, uh, look at you!
1: That is that is a lifetime movie. waiting to happen, yeah, Adam. You can direct it
0: 100%. The hot, oh my gosh,
1: mom I'll,
3: I'll,
1: play, I'll play Frank Grillo.
3: It sounds like it could be an LMN movie. My wife just
2: discovered Lifetime while in quarantine. She's oh, no. like the stepmother like who deletes the daughter's emails and sleeping with the dad and wow. the dad's an idiot. Yeah, I love those movies. Oh my I'll
0: God. play the guy with a remote control asshole. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll play Woody the Shop Boy.
0: I think the joke's on you, Adam.
3: I think she literally just had a flashlight in her pants and didn't tell you. Wow. I think that's all it was. Really? Yeah.
0: Why you wait, you've done that too?
2: <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, Straka. this is the perfect time for our sponsor.
3: <laughs> Sponsored
0: by Pornhub.
2: Yeah. Um, I reached out to them on Twitter. <laughs> I know, I saw that.
0: <laughs> by the way, how does a guy get away with not paying child support? Isn't that, like, illegal?
3: Um, I, I let him have about shared custody of her. So since we have her equally, there's no reason for him to pay because we have her the same amount of time. So.
2: Dude, when I you're a former pay. UFC champion and you're covering PFL, you can find ways around the system.
0: <laughs> oh, is that is that really? Wait, wait, oh, hold on. Really? Is that? It's back is that... to the Randy Couture joke.
3: Yeah, Randy's—he's oh. a really good baby dad. I mean, he oh. takes care of his kid.
0: Oh, that's good. There you go. Well, you're—you're you're a hot, what, twenty-four-year-old mom. Now, do, do you have another job? A day job or? No. You're a full-time fighter.
3: Yeah, my significant other—he—he's um, a farrier, so he makes good money.
2: Well, Marina, while you're waiting this out at home, you could still have fun betting. At betonline.ig. You know, there's no nba M L B, NHL, or MLB.
3: I don't have money.
2: Well, the best thing is you can bet on the
1: on the cards that are coming up this weekend on betonline. Which I did. Which I did. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. And I never bet fights. Adam. Do you ever bet fights?
0: No, because it ruins the whole experience. Yeah. I only bet when I'm in Vegas and then when I'm going to the fight, and I and I always I'm a sucker. I take the fucking 80 fight parlay. And then I get like nine out of ten right, and then I beat myself up the entire time for for picking that one fight. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just. And then I can't bet against friends. It's like, yeah. Well, Again, you could
2: bet on the fighting esports, which is video games. They've been uh, somebody got in trouble for betting uh, uh, one of the video game guys, the NASCAR drivers. He said the N word. He's a white NASCAR driver, and I think he yeah. said the N word on ESPN. Oh, wow. uh, you could bet on American Idol. Big Brother, the elections. There's a poker weather. tournament in there. Weather, yeah. You could bet on weather too.
0: BetOnline.ag,
1: BetOnline.ag. Uh, just use promo code. What is the promo code?
2: I don't know, Adam. What is it? Because if uh, you don't know, it's MyPod100. MyPod100. MyPod. I think right.
3: it's Hub. <laughs> <laughs> How yeah,
2: would the sponsor no. work? I mean, it would be cool to like interview some of the stars, but <laughs> like, I mean, they would give us free memberships, but I mean, we wouldn't use those. We would just want to.
1: It is free already, dude. They have a quarantine free premium going on right now. Yeah, but don't not they cut I... you
2: off like right before? She's like, all right, you ready, daddy? You ready? And it's like, my pod 100.
0: <laughs> no. Right before um, the money shot. Yeah. Dude, I auditioned one time for a part. They were going to put co- comics in the middle of porno for some reason. Like, but not even like while it's live. Like, you would just like show, like, like superimpose... Like the, I'm like that's the last thing people want to see, when they're never to come. Is hey, so where are you from? Like, like I could not think of a worse fucking idea. But like,
1: wait, how about MMA fighters cooking?
0: Yeah, I, that guy got mad at me. Like that, that, that guy asked. Did he ask you to do that? Did he ask you to do that also?
2: No, no, I'm joking with
1: you.
0: Oh, oh, there's a guy that literally wanted me to do that. Adam hasn't
2: uh, had his coffee yet.
0: Adam, have Adam you had I, your coffee yet? No, Give there was me a me guy know. that asked me to do that recently. He made me, wanted me to make a cooking thing. And I, I liked the guy. And I was like fighting with my wife and I couldn't get my kid to sleep. And I was like, dude, I'm trying to save my marriage. Like, <laughs> in the middle of the quarantine. Like, I haven't left the house. My, my kid won't go. to She's two. Like I'm sorry, man. Dude,
2: that was, like, one of my favorite parts when you joined us last time. Like, the kid, like, from the beginning of the interview was like, Daddy, scratching your eyes out. And then by the end, she was just, like, squeezing your nipple, like, sleeping.
0: Dude, she, I, I love her to death. But she's, she's two now. She's just turned. She's, like, going to be two in August.
2: What do they say? Terrible
0: two. Dude, it's, it's worse. Terrible two is, like, putting it.
2: Oh. Like,
0: oh she's adorable. Oh. How, how old is she?
3: <laughs> she's four. Hi, wow. Kinsley. No. Yeah.
0: She, she, she's camera shy. <laughs> you were like the first teen mom, huh? You, you were like a you were a teen mom, nineteen.
3: Um, I mean, I had my shit together, but yeah. I had a girl. That's
1: awesome. She Isn't didn't cool? have a she didn't have a remote control for her asshole. <laughs> oh yeah. my gosh, well, Kinsley, I leave the room.
3: For my vagina now. After having my daughter, but that's a different story.
0: <laughs> By the way, what's so funny. on Twitter. I didn't know who you were until like last week. And then they, and then you pop up and you're just like going after everybody. And oh he was yeah, like I just made a Twitter she last week. Was like,
2: oh, Marina, wow. They're,
0: Darren Till told you, me to get naked. He very on low I know lighting. A bunch of fans in the UK. Wait, Darren Till said you actually get naked on Twitter.
3: Yeah, he told me to take my clothes off, and now a bunch of um UK guys are following me.
2: i Will actually they, go for go for uh, a victory in his next fight, and not try to outpoint somebody and dance around the circle.
3: Oh, you know he never goes for the finish. Ooh. He's
0: selfish. Well, hey, you, you didn't get naked though for him, right? No. Just, don't do that. You don't need to. No. Do that. Like, I, oh, I, I'm you're making me gumballs. wait, till, wait
3: till they offer me an obscene amount of money to get naked.
0: How much you got, Adam? Well, in Ohio, that's like 20 bucks.
3: <laughs> <laughs> right. That
2: was the joke of the day.
1: Guys, we got to wrap it up. I got to go. All right, guys. Uh, Adam Hunter, thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate it. I know it's early out there for you. And uh, Marina Kaufman, looking forward to your next fight. Uh, no,
3: thank
1: hope, you. Hopefully we can come out and cover it, even uh you know, even though it is it is, is gonna be in Toledo.
2: You gotta fly us out though now that we're sponsored you.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> All right,
1: man. I that does I get
3: that have sponsorship there.
2: Yeah, that does it for this episode of
1: Mavericks uh UFC two forty nine this weekend. Uh enjoy the fights, everybody. Thank
2: you guys. Until next time. Oh yeah, this is the first time we got fights. Later, everybody. Later.